This is a non-nonsense production. If you like what you hear and want to help us make the Salon 2.0 bigger and better, sign up to support this work monthly on patreon.com. As a two-person production, any help goes a long way. Join us at patreon.com/nonsense. I'm Lex Pelger, and this is the Psychedelic Salon 2.0. We've got a special episode to let people know about the Horizons Perspectives on Psychedelic Conference in New York City this coming weekend. You'll be hearing from the host, Dr. Neil Goldsmith, about the speakers, and from our old pal Brian at Symposia about their event with Duncan Trussell in Brooklyn on Saturday night. If you can make it, I highly encourage you to check out this gathering, and I hope you come out and meet the others. Also, I'd like to encourage any other organizers out there who want to spread the word about their events or projects to email me at pelger at gmail.com, and I'll spread the good news. Thanks, and now here is Brian and Neil. Hello, everybody. I'm here with Dr. Neil Goldsmith, who is known as the host of Poetry Science Talks and also the host of the Horizons Conference, which we're here to talk about. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Thanks, Lex. I really appreciate the opportunity to come here and talk about the Horizons Conference and some of the things we're going to do uh, next weekend, actually, uh, Columbus Day weekend. All right. Yeah, I'm glad it's coming up. So how did – just a little bit of background on how you got involved and how it's evolved over the last uh, 11 years now. Well, uh, thanks. Yeah, um, Kevin Balkdick, who is an event producer, um, uh, uh, had the idea to do the Horizons Conference back in 2007 because there was a – there was a lot of conferences about, you know, the psychedelic experience and the magnificence of it or um, a lot of uh, things that were, you know, quite technical as well. But there weren't many conferences for the general public back then about um, the science and the research of psychedelics. So so Horizons was an, a research-based conference, but not an academic one. It was meant for the general public from the very beginning. And I, I was invited to speak in the very first conference, and I loved it so much. I mean, <laughs> I got along with Kevin very well and, you know, sort of insisted that he take me on as, as a partner. And so what I've done ever since is uh, curate the speakers and, um, and host uh, get up on stage. And Kevin, you know, is really the one who does basically everything. Um, I get that, that, that fun job. So, you know, I can tell you a little bit more about the speakers as, as we come along. But the thing about Horizons is that we started out as a one afternoon event. And grew now to the point where we're a Friday reception, a Saturday all day, a Sunday all day evening events. Um, MAPS always has a fundraiser on Saturday night uh, in association with Horizons. Horizons is not a MAPS conference. Sometimes people think we are, but uh, that's not the case. But they're our brothers and sisters, and we um, work shoulder to shoulder and love their mission and love them and help in any way we can. So uh, they do that on, on Saturday night. And, um, you know, it's grown to be, uh, it'll be probably about 800 people per day now attending. And we're now at the Cooper Union, um, uh, which is a, has a wonderful tradition in and of itself. In fact, our speakers speak at what the Lincoln Podium, which is where Abraham Lincoln spoke uh, many years ago. So lots of traditions there. Yeah. Also, where Teddy Roosevelt said, we are not too proud not to fight. I was just reading oh, that part. Excellent. Right. Yeah, Wonderful if you share with Teddy Roosevelt and Abraham Lincoln, not too bad. Mm-hmm. Great school, actually. A uh, very interesting approach, too. And right downtown in lower Manhattan. And um, 
convenient subways and buses. So please come join us for Horizons. Um, you're welcome to get last minute tickets. The URL is horizonsnyc.org. So, um, you know, uh, please check it out and you'll see what our lineup is as well. So who, who are you really excited for? What's the lineup looking like for this year? Well, you know, I'm going to dodge that for just for half a second to tell you the bigger picture because it's really a weekend, you know. And so on Friday nights, we have the Horizons reception party. Now, um, it's varied over the years how we do it. But this year, it's going to be held at a, at a church, soaring ceiling, stained glass, an enchanting organ, the text feeds, uh, and musicians from across the globe. We're going to have Michael Hay do pipe organ, um, Camellia Selin, and several others doing traditional music, uh, Mediterranean cuisine. So it's a really lovely reception. There aren't any speakers. There, I don't even think we announced it to begin because it's meant to be just a social gathering for the community that's actually built up around Horizons. Now, for new people who want a sense of what we do and who we are, that's a wonderful way to start. But um, there is actually a community that has built up around Horizons. I should say that when we, you know, when we um, have the speakers on the Saturdays and Sundays, we always do um, uh, plenary talks. Everyone is just one speaker on stage and every the entire audience. We never break it into concurrent sessions. So everyone has the sensation, the experience, especially you know who, those who stay the whole weekend, of, um, of experiencing the same thing that everyone in that room has experienced. And there really is a sense of community that evolves. Sitting next to the same person, you get to know them, um, especially when we started. And now to, to this day, it's a wonderful feeling to know that 800 people in that room, every single one of them, is um, a brother or a sister in terms of being supportive or being interested in uh, the psychedelic experience and the potential and the benefit from it. So um, that's a rare experience in life in general. Uh, and so Horizons has that unique aspect of, you know, um, we only have 12, 10, 12, 13 speakers each year, you know, one in a row, you know, over the course of the weekend. Um, so so that's, that's Friday night, a wonderful uh, reception that we'll hold. Um, and then let me switch back to my other screen. As far as our schedule, on Saturday morning, we begin in the Great Hall in Cooper Union. Um, the doors open at 9 o'clock. We start with Phil Wolfson, um, a, a physician uh, from California who's going to talk about uh, ketamine-assisted psychotherapy. Uh, he's written a book uh, called um, – the. oh, shoot. I'm mentioning his book, but I'm now forgetting the name of it. Uh, the Ketamine – uh, shoot, um, forgive me. And a new book out, it's available at the maps.org website. Uh, and so he'll be talking about that. We follow up with uh, Tom Brown, uh, um, a researcher for maps, uh, who's uh, going to talk about ibogaine treatment and why it helps opioid addiction. Uh, we go through to um, uh, Shannon Carlin, who's also of MAPS. Each year we do, um, we try to represent the major organizations, MAPS, uh, that does the uh, most of the MDMA uh, work, um, the Hefter organization, which has sponsored most of the psilocybin research, broadly speaking, at Hopkins and uh, NYU and UCLA before that. And um, this year we have a strong um, uh representation from the folks at Beckley uh, in uh, under Amanda Fielding for coming from uh, the UK. So uh, 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 Shannon Carlin from MAPS is going to do, uh, She's her talk is called Vision Becomes Reality, the Making of a Legal Psychedelic Psychotherapist. So she's, in head, of, she's head of the MDMA therapy training program. And it's, we have her in because it's a fascinating topic. Now the government has approved um, uh, MAPS and others to give the researchers active doses of the psychedelic substances they're administering to subjects. 
So if you're a researcher, a psychiatrist, a resident, let's say, and you haven't ever had a psychedelic, then MAPS is the research folks are, are permitted to give you that um, experience so that you can be more knowledgeable and more experienced, more sensitive. Um, so she's, she's head of that training program. She's going to talk about that. And she's also going to give us a general update on uh, current MAPS research because they're going in, as you know, to phase three research now, which uh, after which that's completed, the government is is is. Um, uh, I don't want to say required, but uh, that's the level of data that's required for the government to take action and reschedule these substances. So we're moving; they're moving right along, and she's going to update us on that. Um, should I continue? Uh, yeah, let me just uh, put in uh, so Wolfson's book. It's uh, the ketamine papers. Oh, thank and it's a, you. And it's a great it's a great collection on one of the most fascinating drugs on the planet, Thanks in my opinion. So I'm glad you're connected there. Um, so after a lunch break. We pick up with Michael Bogenschutz, who's a psychiatrist, um, a research professor of psychiatry at NYU in the psilocybin program. Uh, he's been working with substance abuse, and this is a, a report on psilocybin-assisted treatment of alcohol dependence. And the um, therapist in that program, Holly Duane, will be uh, working, will be presenting with him and giving sort of the experiential sense of being, you know, where the rubber meets the road um, with the clients doing direct client therapy work. Um, then Elizabeth Nielsen who's also with the NYU program, is going to be talking about what psychedelic therapists don't talk about and why. The case for research and <laughs> firsthand experience with psychedelics. That's good. So she's, you know, she's right in the thick of it, and she's going to, you know, give us sort of like a meta view of the process. It's really important, of course, for us to be talking not just about the data per se, but also about the process of reintroducing psychedelics into society. The MAPS work I was talking about is likely to bear fruit in five or six or so years. At that point, we'll have a rescheduling and more widely available use of these substances. How will they be uh, in clinics? Will they be prescribed, uh, you know, freely? Uh, we don't. That needs to be thought about really carefully, and this is part of that process, I think. Um, uh, then Amanda comes. Amanda Fielding, the founder and director of the Beckley Foundation. We, you know, we've been trying to get Amanda to join us for many, many years, and she's extraordinarily busy. And she's just a lovely person. I've known her. I've gotten to know her over the years, um, and just has never been able to. So this year, she's committed, and so she's coming for sure. And she's not bringing, but uh, we've we've uh, uh, she's going to be speaking with others uh, who are being funded by the um, Beckley Foundation. And Amanda, you know, it's important to note that Amanda is not just um, uh, you know head of the uh, founder and director of the Beckley Foundation. But she's directly involved in the research methodology and the design of these studies. Um, she's really got her hands, you know, in the pot, very much so. Um, so she'll be talking about microdosing from the, from the mystical experience to microdosing. Uh, and then uh, we're going to have Deborah Gonzalez, who's a clinical psychologist and pharmacologist with ICERS, also now funded by um, Amanda and, um, and Beckley, talking about the therapeutic potential of altered states of consciousness for the grieving process. And then um, finally that day, we're going to um, close down with music in psychedelic therapy, Mendel Kalin who's over at Imperial College in London and, again, funded by the Beckley Foundation. So that's a wonderful, uh, you know, lineup for uh, uh, for Saturday. We adjourn about 5.30, and I'm going to go back to tell you uh, what we're going to do in this Nights to Remember on our second evening program, and that's actually a MAPS program. Uh, they call it Legalizing Psychedelic Medicine, a Benefit to Heal Trauma Through MDMA Therapy. So uh, that's a benefit Saturday night. A dinner at 7, the program at 7.30. It's going to be held at an intimate um, loft. Rick Doblin, founder, is going to be speaking, as are several others. It's $300 per single and 
550 per couple, lots of money, I know, but where else would you want to spend your money, frankly? So it's the best charity in the entire world. Um, also on that evening um, is uh, a, a program called Microdosing being put on by Symposia. Uh, in partnership with MAPS as well, featuring uh, comedian Duncan Trussell, Hamilton Morris, a speaker, Catherine McLean, uh, former um, uh, Johns Hopkins researcher, Paul Austin, probably going to talk about microdosing, Sophia Korb, just a, a wonderful lineup. Um, uh, and so you can register for those things at the Horizon site, horizonsnyc.org. So that's our Saturday night. I shouldn't say hour because these are affiliated partners with us, um, but I'll be there and I hope you will be too. So that's Saturday night. Um, I'm going to come up for air. Should I continue to Sunday? Yeah, keep going. These are good. Okay, great. So uh, Sunday morning, uh, doors open at 10. We give you a little break. I think we start about an hour earlier after that Saturday program. We have to sleep a little bit late. And we start with um, Stacy Schaefer. And I know Stacy for a really long time. She's a professor uh, emeritus of anthropology at um, uh, California State University in Chico. And she's probably the premier researcher on um, 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 peyote, and it's used by the Huicholes of Mexico. She's studied them anthropologically, you know, in, uh, for decades. And she's going to be talking about communing with the gods, peyote in the life cycle of Huichol Indians of Mexico, uh, from infancy and nursing all the way through death. Um, and she has a wonderful perspective. I'm really looking forward to hearing that talk, as I am, of course, to the others as well. Um, and then after, after um, Stacy, we have uh, Nishé Devignon who's um, a, a wonderful professional. She was, I knew her uh, 10 years ago, I can't remember exactly when, when she was a graduate student, but I mistook her for a professor because she acted as a professor. She taught courses. She published articles. You know, this was this is an extraordinary professional. And not only that, but, but a really interesting focus because her focus is on, she was one of the founders of the uh, Psychedemia um, Conference, which attempts to broaden the focus of psychedelics from medical or purely spiritual to other realms of academia, like literature. And so she's very interested. Her talk is called The Role of Poetic Language in Psychedelic Science. So she's going to talk about that. And then, um, and then after lunch, we, um, we have Angela Luisa, uh, Luisaga Velder, who's um, uh, uh, she's with the um, National Autonomous University of Mexico, and her talk isn't up yet. So I'm going to tell you, she's one of the founding members of the Nairica Institute, um, and she's going, to, she's going to talk about her field research project on the therapeutic use of ayahuasca to treat addiction. Uh, it's her ayahuasca treatment outcome project, as well as some collaborative research on the role of ceremonial ayahuasca use and the healing of eating disorders. So she'll talk about her that research that she's been working um, and uh, following Anja, we have Rob Heffernan, who's going to talk about um, his uh, work as one of the leaders in the um, Santa Daime organization in New York State. He's been doing that for decades. Um, after a break, we're going to come back with Nick Powers, who's going to talk about black masks, rainbow bodies, race, and psychedelics. You know, a couple of years ago, I think it was, I don't think it was last year, it was the year before, um, during our, uh, one of our Q&A uh, discussions, we were uh, um, confronted really about uh, our focus and he, the gentleman who was speaking pointed at the dais and he said look you know there's all these white men up there now i will say that our mix of male and female has been 
if I do say so, very, very good. In fact, many years, we don't really tabulate it or anything, although I do reach out. And then the, the, I remember the first year when by accident, we uh, the women outnumbered the men. So I'm happy about that. And, and, and it's the right thing to do. But we but this is an opportunity for us to think carefully as a conference, but also as a community about this topic. And uh, you know, it's really wonderful to have them with us. Um, we always close down each year with an, on the Sunday um, evening with a uh, all speakers panel discussion. And so this year, you know, all the speakers who've been able to stay with us, will be most of them, you know, uh, 10 or so will stay, will we'll, we'll answer questions. Uh, we don't really do Q&A. You know, the, the talks last a half an hour and the, the 15 minutes for not Q&A exactly, but open discussion. I like to think of it as an opportunity for people to talk or, you know, communicate or, and ask questions, of course, too. And the all speakers panel is very popular and very interesting, too, because not only do you get to talk to all of them and direct your question to more than one, but frankly, they they get to argue a little bit or talk to themselves amongst themselves and debate and sometimes have some disagreement, which is uh, enlightening, actually. So um, so that's our conference. And um, it, it is a labor of love. And um, uh, we're, we're really eager to uh, to do it this year. It's coming right around the corner. And we hope, again, that you'll join us. The website, again, is horizonsnyc.org. Um, uh, and uh, of course I'm Neil Goldsmith I'm a local uh, psychologist uh, here in New York and um, if you have any questions of course you can find me online and contact me as well that's great thanks so much for the rundown and for everyone out there listening it's such an important conference it changed my life it was my first psychedelic conference I met my partner there um, I met my godmother there who's now the old witch who pretty much tells me what to do with my life. Um, <laughs> and it's just such a wonderful meeting of the community. And you can just show up for just one day and you get to see so many people make so many great connections. And uh, as well, you can meet Neil and you can get his book, Psychedelic Healing, which is a great uh, look at what psychedelics can do. It's an excellent book. It's one of the first ones I read in the field and it really gives a layout of the thoughts of the field, but also the people in it. So, Neil, thanks so much for your work, and I'm looking forward to seeing there, hosting the event, and, uh, and to catching up. Thank you, Lex. Thank you so much for your kind words. I'm looking forward to seeing you, too. Cool. All right. Until then. Hello again, everybody. We are here with my partner, Brian, who was the founder of Symposia. And uh, they are still doing great work over there. And uh, so, Brian, tell me about the big thing you got coming up with Horizons. Yeah. Hey, Lex. Uh, it's good to be on here. Cool. Um, yeah, man. Um, so, as you know, we've done Horizons for this is the fourth year of doing it now. And, um, you know, every year we're trying to improve upon what we're doing. But, you know, we're experimenting with different styles. So last year we did storytelling format that you hosted and this year we're changing it up and duncan trussell is going to be hosting um a guest panel um on microdosing you know microdosing is the, the big thing and there's just a ton of different perspectives on it so we're going to talk about everything you know that's great so what's the format looking like yeah and that's october 7th in uh brooklyn too the format now is going to kind of be like we're going with like the the politically incorrect style. Um, so five people in a circle surrounded by the audience. So it's kind of it's shaping up to be maybe a little bit of a boxing match this year. So we'll see where that goes. That's cool. And so can you run through who uh, who's going to be there? 
Yeah, so it's hosted by Duncan Trussell, and um, actually Adam Strauss is emceeing it this year too. And in addition to Duncan, um, Hamilton Morris is going to be there, Catherine McLean, uh, Sophia Korb, and Paul Austin. That's great. Yeah, there's a lot of different opinions up there. <laughs> yeah, things are getting interesting with it, you know. Aside from the uh, physiological questions that are out there, you know, which you're aware of, some people are bringing up the, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the 2B risks or potential risks with that. Yeah. There's also um, I, some deeper issues uh, that people are discussing, you know, the commodification of these things. Um, the whole concept of psychedelics for productivity, you know, at work in like a capitalist system. So, you know, we're, we're, we want to touch on, we want to touch on a little bit of everything on this. That's good. Yeah. And that, that's something worth mentioning in case, um, for anyone out there listening. Microdosing is such a hot topic now, but it is worth paying attention to uh, guys like Dave Nichols, uh, who are, um, will, will be on the Psychedelic Salon. And about the risk because it activates the 5H2B receptor, which can cause heart problems when it's being uh, activated chronically. So, you know, acid's usually not going to give you a heart attack, but microdosing every day might slightly increase your risk of uh, heart risk. There's not been much work done on this, but from what we know about uh, psychopharmacology, it's not a, it's, it's certainly a possibility and it deserves to be looked at more. And so people no, need to know about that. And yeah, in addition, there's all these crazy questions, you know, what should be done with these drugs? And, you know, is it right to use these to make you a better workaholic? Or as my, um, as my teacher Dimitri Mugianis says, psychedelics turn a sociopath into a much better sociopath. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it'll be cool to get all the different perspectives that you have up there from researchers and people going around talking about it, as well as people who are, you know, simply advocates. Right. I'm really looking forward to hearing what Sophia has to say, um, because she's been working with Jim Fadiman now. So she's going to have a really interesting perspective on a lot of things. Yeah, that that sounds really great. Um, so how do people uh, get the tickets and what's the, the setup for all this? Uh, it's just on symposia.com. We have the tickets are the tickets are available now um, on our website. And if you're going to Horizons, which I'm sure there's a handful of people on this show that are going to go, um, you can buy them at a table at Horizons, or you can just buy them now. I'd recommend that you buy them now because uh, it's been we've been getting a lot of sales right now, and you know we can't guarantee that you'll get in. Okay. So yeah, just it's just on symposia.com. Can't miss it. Cool. Um, all right, that's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it myself. And so, what else does symposia have coming up that you uh, people should know about? Uh, that's the big thing that we've been that we've been working on. Um, we'll be at the uh, Reform Conference in Atlanta the following week, which I can't believe is the following week. Wow. Yeah. You know, magazines magazines going great. We've got a lot of new people working on things. Yeah, we're planning. There's a lot of stuff, you know. You know what it's like. <laughs> yeah, too much. So yeah. I had, that's why I had to step back. I got a baby yeah. on the way. Yeah, you guys, you guys run hot. And yeah, for people at the Symposium magazine, not only do they publish lots of great research, but they also take people's stories as well. And uh, you know, if you have a place that you you have something you think needs said, the Symposium is great about featuring voices that that need to be heard from. So I think I mean it's great to reach out to them, ideas and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. We've been running story at least one, generally one story a week. We've been doing now, but always looking for more of them. You know, I'm reading um, 
Have you read Joe Tiffer's book, um, Fellowship of the River? No, not yet. I've been reading it this last week. It's really fantastic, and there's a lot of great healing stories in there. A lot lot of good ones. He does it in in a really nice way of telling people's stories. I'm really impressed with the book so far. And also, for anyone who doesn't know about the Reform Conference coming up in Atlanta, it's the Drug Policy Alliance Conference, and it is a wonderful gathering because it's all of these different fields and parts of the war on drugs and ideas and people, and it's just one of the most uh, best mixes you'll see at any conference. And so you also get to go to Atlanta, which is great. So I didn't realize that you guys were going to go there, but that's going to be such a great melting pot for you. I don't know if I'll personally be there, but I believe Mike will definitely be there, and at least someone else is going. I'd like to go, though. Cool. Have you been to more than one uh, reform conference? Yeah, a couple now. Before? Yeah, what I, what I liked about the last one, maybe they don't do this all the time, but it wasn't really um, like traditional talks. It was all panels, or a lot of it was. Yeah, they do good about that. And I really like that. Yeah, it was a totally different type of conference. Is that what part of it inspired you to, to keep it a pan- like a panel at uh, yours? No, I've, I've been wanting to do that for a while, but... I haven't been to another conference. Uh, the one in 2015 was really great. It was, it was just totally different, you know? It was much more interactive. It had a much more casual feel to it than, okay, you know, watching another presenter. Yeah. Which, you know, you know all about my thoughts on that. <laughs> I do. Um, that's good. Uh, it is. It's nice to see that interaction and to see people mix it up a little bit more. I mean, people know what they're going to say, but responding to other people really brings in a lot more interesting mix. Yeah, there's always that dynamic, too, of conversations and, you know, going in different directions, which just makes it, gives it that uh, spontaneity, which I think is important. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Speaking of, are there, uh, before I let you go, are there any other uh, community events or conferences or stuff coming up that you're excited to, to be able to go to? Well, this this is a, this will pass by the time this airs, but um, the International Transpersonal Conference started today in Prague. If today's the twenty eighth, it started today in Prague, and I think it's going for the next three days. That is that's a giant conference. I think that was Stan Groff's baby. Mm. So yeah, we're out there now for that. Um, yeah, I don't really know what what else is going on the rest of the year it's hard to keep up with these things now there seem it seems like every week there is a new conference somewhere in the world um that that looks really good and it, it's a good thing that uh that mike likes zipping around to all these because i like sitting sitting in my chair here <laughs> <laughs> there you go I mean, i'm a little like you yeah there you go everybody there's how symposia works you got, you got brian <laughs> hacking away and mike out there sh- Pressing the flesh. And it works. You guys are up to yeah. great stuff. So, um, great. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you uh, in just a, just a Saturday now. And, uh, yeah, keep up the good work. It'll, it'll be fun. This sounds like a great show. Yeah, man. I'll see you then. Okay, cool. Thanks so much. All right. Yeah, thanks for having me. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Psychedelic Salon 2.0. To help us out, You can leave a review or rating on your favorite podcast service or share an episode with a friend. It really does make a difference. And to follow along with everything else we're working on, check out patreon.com slash nonsense.